Nation listeners. This is Chase Cooper coming to you with Jesse Braun on the Y Nation podcast. Today, uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about food. And it's not really going to be talking about good food. <laughs> Come on, I want to give you my best recipes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah I, th- I thought it would be kind of a good thing to talk about, you know, uh, our culture with food nowadays. Okay. Um, it's just kind of getting crazy. Like, you know, y- there's so many documentaries on there. And, you, I mean, you can look up anything and something's bad for you. You know, wheat, gluten, you know, all they these kind of things. What's that? Weed is bad for you too. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, no Sorry. I wheat. Mean, you can make brownies out of that. I think <laughs> I heard. I've never tried it. Gluten-free wheat. wheat yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> no, but it, you know, I was kind of just thinking about it, and you know, we kind of been talking about like mental health, physical health, all that kind of stuff, and wellness. You know, yeah. wellness and that kind of thing. And I think food is a is a huge component huge. to that. Um, I know just like I just moved last weekend. Mm-hmm. And so during the move, you know, you're packing up food, you're unpacking things to have to get settled. You got to wash things. And so basically it was like three days. It felt like, and it felt like an eternity, but it was takeout. It mm. was going to get fast food. <laughs> I got my confession on that one too. Oh, dude. We just terrible. did the, we did a camp out. And so it was the same thing, eating out, uh, not eating out, but just um, basically, you know, golf course food, Yeah. Uh, deep fried everything, whatever it is. Yeah. How'd you feel? Dude, I just disgusting that. <laughs> oh <laughs> <Absolutely>. my god! <coughs> I came home. I had such an upset stomach. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, it was bad, and I mean, like, it would just affects my stomach like crazy, and and it, you feel so bloated too. Yeah. Like I just was so bloated, felt lethargic. Oh, you yeah. know, and and you know, for the previous few weeks, I've been like trying to eat healthier, going mm-hmm. to the gym and stuff like that. But then, boom, you eat unhealthy for a couple of days, and it just feels like it's all gone. Yep, right? absolutely. And and then it kind of got me thinking. I'm like, man, that's just, it's crazy how much of an impact food has, you know, and, and it, there's so many things out there. There's like ketogenic diets. Mm-hmm. There's um, Atkins diets. There's, you know, all Low sorts carb, of things. High carb. Yeah, there's so many things out there, you know, tr- don't do gluten, don't eat wheat, Vegan. you know, and... Yeah. I think at the end of the day, and I, I, I was listening to this gentleman. I can't remember what his name was. And he was kind of talking about this this concept of, you know, we always try to worry about what's in our food. What would what we put in? Are we going to go on a raw diet? So mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah, but basically, you just yep. don't cook your food because if you boil your vegetables, you're cooking all the nutrients out right. of them, right? And so there's so many things out there. But, he, you know, he was saying that, the, you know, their studies were showing, and I don't know what these studies were, but it's not what you eat, er, and that's not the the, I- the main issue. The main issue is who's cooking your food. Right. Right? So you're it, talking like versus processed versus making your own? Not that. No. no it's, it's I'm cooking my food. I cook right. my steak. I cook my chicken. I cook my rice. I control what goes in it. Yeah. Not what's grown organically. That's a whole different topic. But really the main issue is who's cooking your food. Because when you go to a restaurant, when you go to fast food, they're mm-hmm. designing their food in such a way that it heightens the craveability. They call it a craveability factor. Hmm. They're de- they, it's basically addiction, right? Right. And so you crave that sweet or you cra- crave that salty, but they salt put and, so yes. much fat, so much For salt, sure. so much sugar in it. Yeah. That's what's extremely unhealthy, right? Yeah. And I, every time I drive by McDonald's, it's like lined up. Oh, for like sure. that thing is nonstop. Absolutely. Like it's crazy. I wish I had McDonald's. Well, it's like, have you seen the Super Size Me or one yeah. of those documentaries? It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, really it, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And I think you know, you go to a restaurant, and you know, I used to be able to eat my own meal. Now right. an appetizer is costing as much as a meal, but so you got the appy, and then you make your you have your meal, but they're so yeah. big. 
proportion size. It's crazy Mm -hmm. how much they're giving you. But that's like the standard nowadays. Sure. Like people want more and it's like, do they need more? Right. Absolutely not. Look at the obesity rates. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like you said, like we were talking about um, the exercising in the gym and stuff Mm -hmm. the other day. Well, you look that that's really like 20% of your overall actually getting healthy and being strong and fit. 80% Yeah. 80% of that's going to be diet and that's eating good food consistently. Yeah. And, and we're not saying you can't have a treat now and then cuz obviously we all do. Yeah. But you're right and I'm I'm a huge proponent proponent of making your own, growing your own if you can. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, uh, if you can. If you can't at least buying fresh. Yeah. Right? I don't know, what do you think about um like the local movement, local local food, local Well, you know, actually trying to it's buy funny. as much local <coughs> as you can. Yeah, it I think it's important because I think health factors are a huge um, part of that that people don't really think about, I, I don't think. Like, you know, obviously, grow, you know, if it's locally, you're supporting your local economy. So that there's yeah. a whole different dynamic with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just from the health standpoint, I've had issues with my lungs for a while. And it just like finally it's, it's like allergies or something and, and all this sort of stuff. And I was talking to a guy. And he dealt with the same thing since he was a kid and like gets to the point he couldn't breathe, couldn't right. do this. And he went to his local farmer's market and he was talking to his wife about this. And this lady just came up to him and said, excuse me, I'm sorry to pry, but I heard, overheard what you're saying and you need to really try bee pollen. Mm. And he's like, yep. well, wh- what's that? And then so she explained to him like, because it has to be local. That's the key. Exactly. Because, because you're you in the local environment of what's grown yep. here, what's, you know, passed around the air here. Yeah. So it has to be, has to be local. Like this is in Lethbridge and she even said like it wouldn't work if you bought the bee pollen in Calgary because right. it's a totally different flower, totally different kind of dynamic mm-hmm. that way. So he's like, okay, well, whatever. And, and she's like, here, try a teaspoon of this. And he tried a teaspoon and he just swole right up. Like his mouth no started way. swelling up and he's like, I got to go, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, but she said that's, you have, you have allergies. Right. For whatever's out there, like clover or whatever yeah. you have. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh. And she's like, you need to take this. And then so he takes one teaspoon a day. And he's been doing that for, I can't remember how long now, a couple of years. Hasn't had it, hasn't had it again. Have no you tried allergies. It? No, no, I haven't been able to get down to local market. But yeah. he told me about that. And this is about three weeks ago that oh, he told okay. me. Oh, okay. So it was just new info. Just, just new, yeah. Oh, cool. I'd be interested to hear if you yeah, what the uh, results are. And I was like, wow, that must be pretty expensive. And he's like, I think he said eight months, a $25 thing lasts last me eight months. Oh, he's wow. like, I was buying yeah, that's pretty $22 or whatever allergy stuff Absolutely. every two weeks, right? Yep. And so, no, it's extremely cheaper, but yeah. it's a lot healthier for you as huh. well. That's interesting. And so, you know, when you, you're talking about the local thing, like, I do think it is an important thing to do for sure. Sure. But I think I think it's just people getting back to the roots of actually cooking. Yeah. And that's the thing. And, and not cooking these huge meals where you got to eat. And, like, I, you know, if you look at different cultures and stuff like that, like... um you know, the Chinese culture, they drink a lot of tea and they sure. they eat a lot of herbs and vegetables and stuff like that. You get a lot of micronutrients from that, yeah. right? Not um, And micronutrients are like, you know, your vitamins and your minerals and stuff like that. And macronutrients are like protein, fat, carb, those sort of things. And, you know, we have to eat and consume and feel like we have to consume so much because a lot of the food that we eat is, is garbage calories. It's garbage calories, Absolutely. right? And, you know, so I tried this about four years ago or four or five years ago. Um, where I just ate, I, if like, if I didn't couldn't read the ingredients on it, right? If I didn't understand what they were, I didn't buy it. So it's basically two or three, four gr- ingredients, right? What, uh, with whatever I ate, hmm. and man, I tell you, like my energy just spiked like uh, like crazy. But I was eating way more because yeah. it was it was it was 
not calorie dense. Like you, it filled you up a lot, but it wasn't calorie dense. And what That's I mean what I by that, gonna, it was, yeah. there's not a lot of calories to it. I was it. gonna bring that up because like going back to Beachbody, doing yeah. the 21 day fix, they yeah. have you know little portion control containers. Yeah. And you can have so much protein, so much like a little bit of carbs, and then and nuts then and different veggies and yeah. fruits, whatever it is, and a little bit of fats. But the thing is, like you said, it's our portion sizes. Well, yes, but it's I think it's because we do the wrong. Like you got way too much red meat, right? Or a ton of gravy. That's just garbage calories. I Whereas when you do yeah. this portion control, especially I found with 21 Day Fix, is it was almost too much food for me to eat. I, I couldn't keep up. it was so good. Yeah. And it was much, you felt so much better. You yeah. felt full all the time. Yeah. And you're actually putting fuel in your body instead of... Well, exactly. It's just like a NASCAR. Sludge like a, or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> like an IndyCar or something yeah. like that. You're not going to put just regular gas in it, right? Yeah. Like, you're going to put the best of the best, right? And it's the same thing with our bodies. Like, what do you think fuels our bodies? No, exactly. Right? And, and how do you feel? I mean, same thing. Just just think, after a nice home-cooked meal, let's say a, a nice medium size. I'm just going to throw stuff because I'm hungry right now. Um, a barbecued pork chop, a nice salad on the side, maybe a, a baked potato. Yeah. You eat that... You've got energy, right? Yep. Now you go, same thing, same amount of food, all that, maybe Burger King or McDonald's. Don't mean to pick on you fast food guys, but you are the problem. <laughs> and yeah. you see how you feel after that. You go back to the office and sit down. You can't even concentrate. Yeah, you it's can't just concentrate, like, and then nap. you're hungry an hour later, right? Or like that, yeah. You know, and your guts are hurting. and Oh, well, at least mine are. So I think a big thing is your body is already telling you what you need, what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we get those addictions almost to the salt and sugar and stuff. Yeah. But your body really... After you eat it, it definitely is telling you, hey, this is not working for me. Well, this is what's... Yeah, and I mean, we make excuses. That's what we do as, as It's humans. easy. It's convenient. It's, it's convenience is yeah. killer, right? And it's funny because I, I get this too. And I, like, I'll go, go to the grocery store and then I'm you know, shopping for stuff. And like, it's like, oh, it's a $200 bill. I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> $200 on groceries. Are you kidding me? And it's going to last a couple weeks. Yeah, try but, having my kids. You know, I'll, tr- I'll go to a restaurant with all the kids. Yeah. And one meal is 80 bucks. Easy. One it's meal. Crazy. That's not that's I not know. a day. That's one meal. So we're not getting into, you know, the financial part that you and me are passionate about. Yeah. But just think about that. 80 bucks for one meal versus 200 bucks for what you say, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. So how many meals is that? That's Absolutely. lunches, breakfast, lunch, snacks in between, yeah. supper, snacks before bed. Exactly. Right. Like it's it's just funny how the, the psychology of it works because you're OK with spending that much money on a meal. But you add that to a grocery bill. And you're going to extend it how much further. But exactly. the convenience of things, I think, is what is really hindering. And that's why I said it's not what is in your food. It's who is cooking your food. Yeah. You go to eat that, like, there's going to be so much sodium in that. Like, it's going to mm-hmm. just bloat you. You're going to feel lethargic. Like, all these things. And, and it's something that I definitely want to get back on. And, you know, now that I got the move and stuff and we got groceries in the house. and Nice you know, kitchen. Yeah, assuming. nice kitchen. Like, nice. we had, you know amazing uh chicken tacos last night it was yeah. all homemade everything was homemade the avocado so you really awesome. shouldn't have had this episode before i had breakfast oh man <laughs> this yeah. is not good for me i know <laughs> i know um it gets you thinking about it but i'm it coming to your house we're going to cook afterwards okay yeah we'll do a barbecue <laughs> you just got to go buy one. Oh, sorry <laughs> on you um <laughs> but yeah no I j- it just made me really think like you know i hope i hope this can help some people because there's a lot of i don't know it's there's so much stuff out there like, oh, I got to do this diet and I got to do this diet and I got to do this diet. And no diet is really going to fix anything. Because Diets if don't you work. Let's, let me clarify that. Diets don't work. Lifestyle, lifestyle changes. Lifestyle changes. Has is to what be. It is. And, and that's what everything we're talking about. Yeah. And that's why I love some of the parallels between what we're doing with the podcast and what we do for our jobs. Yeah. It's just like finances, just like education, just like um, working out. 
your meal, everything. It's small improvements every day. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. It's not just, I'm going to do this for two weeks and see yeah. if it works. Yeah, exactly. And I'm for sure at fault for, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like I'll follow a workout plan for two, three weeks. and mm -hmm. like, man, I haven't lost 20 pounds yet. This sucks. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Or uh, I'll eat clean for you know a little while, and then I'm like, oh, I really miss a burger. Well, you go and have one, at least for me. This isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I'll go and have one, and then it's like derailed. Completely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I can't get back on it. So it's it's so easy to fall off that horse. For me, yeah. it was instead of deciding to make these January first huge commitments, it was one small change every week. Yeah. One small thing. Okay, I'm not. I'm going to stop eating out lunches every day. I'm going to yeah. start bringing lunch to work. Um, and I mean, I'm not there yet yeah. for sure, but it's it's consistent small changes well, that change your life. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing for me was seven years ago I stopped drinking pop. Yeah. I, it was I replaced like it with beer. That was not yeah, a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drink whiskey every night. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah, I don't fine. drink pop, though, so we're good. No, so that when you say that, you replace it with something like water. Yeah, or something, it's just you replaced know, with water. And I mean, yeah. I don't... Well, why I shouldn't say that. I do crave it and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, it's definitely something that it was... It was a New Year's resolution. It was actually the only one I've ever kept. Nice. Um, but, you know, I... I you know, I think I've already talked about this, but anyways, um, it is those small changes and, yeah. and those are the things that you got to make. And, and it's so hard, like a, a great book to read would be the compound effect by Darren Hardy. Mm -hmm. And it talks about how those little incremental things that you do every day, just small yeah. add up over time. Right. So it's yeah. just like going to the gym. If you go to the gym three times a week, maybe that'll increase over time. But even if you only did that, it's going to take a while to make the changes that you want to make. Mm -hmm. Like it might take six months. It might take 12 months. It might take 18 months. Right. But then when you get to where you want it to be, you don't have to go as hard to maintain. For sure. You have gotten there already. Climbing the hill is the hardest part. As much as they say, oh, staying on top is the hardest. But no, like in this aspect, it's climbing the hill. That's the hardest part because yeah. it's building routine. It's building structure. And habits. it's it, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's a slow change over time. But then now that you got there, you don't have to keep trying to build on that. Yeah. You just have to maintain it. And it takes a lot less. You might have to work out for an hour and a half a day to get there. But then after that, it's you only have to work out for a half hour yeah. to maintain it. Yeah. Right? And, and same as with cooking. Once you have, I mean, again, slow changes over time. But once you have the good, fresh, quality ingredients in your house and you've built this up over time and you kind of get a base, you know, this is what I can do and I can do it well, it's not hard to think, this is I'm gonna throw this together for supper. Yeah, it's I'm gonna branch out to this. So do now that, that yeah. convenient, oh, let's just stop and grab something pick takeout or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's not as much of a temptation now because you actually have that skill base that says, I can just go home and do this in twenty minutes and yeah. it's gonna cost me an eighth, maybe. And I'll feed the whole oh, family. Oh, we'll have leftovers for tomorrow. Exactly. It'll taste better. Yeah. So it's it's like and it's you better said, for building you. skills over time. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean yeah. I think it to get there. I think a, a, a good tip would be do a meal plan for three days. Start with okay, three days. Okay, three I days. Like this is what we're going to do. For breakfast, I'm going to have this. For lunch, I'm going to have this. For uh, you know, And for supper, I'm going to have this. Yeah. And if it's a family, that's fine. You can you just plan around your family. Mm -hmm. Go out and shop for the ingredients that you want. Know what you're going to make first and then get the ingredients so that you have a plan. And it's an action plan, not just, oh, I got all these random ingredients, but I don't know what to make. That's the issue is a lot of people are getting away from cooking. And then, so they have tons of food in their house, but they don't yeah. know what to make. Exactly. What do right? you do with it? Wh what yeah. do you do with it? And Although, so, sorry, just again, on the side note, my wife says I'm one of the best at doing that. Making and stuff I, up. 
Oh, I enjoy it. I'm yeah. a very improvised. I I, I, I love I love too, cooking. Yeah. yeah, I don't like baking as much, but I love like throwing together a breakfast or supper yeah. or something for the family. Because and you have I'm a base, right? You've done oh. it enough that you know. I okay, guess I can do this, and I know these yeah. flavors kind of go well. That would be right. And and so you have a base for it, and obviously a passion, which is huge. Yeah. Right. It's something that you enjoy doing. But it's doing. learned. Because Absolutely. when I was a bachelor, I was an expert at sidekicks, and I screwed them up when my oh, dude, man, wife I butchered crab dinner. Oh, it was so bad yeah, she wouldn't yeah. even eat it. Yeah, and you make that yeah. out of a package, and so it's grown since then. I yeah. mean, now I mean, we butterfly chicken and throw it on barbecue, and yeah. it's amazing. It takes you, you know, half an hour or whatever. It's it <laughs> literally takes no time, and, it's so and, fun. It, and by the time people are like, "Oh, it's easier to go to a convenience store," it's like, "Well, you know, you load up the kids into the van, you go, you drive somewhere, you go yep. out to eat. That's three hours. You could throw a meal together in forty-five minutes, right?" Exactly. And so, is it convenient? Not really. You just got to do a little bit of work, mm-hmm. right? I don't think it's convenient. Plan. How, oh, sorry, I, I did so, that. Fail so to plan, yeah. or how's that go? Plan to fail. Failing no. to plan Failing is planning to, plan to fail. Is planning to fail. Yeah. Yeah, so you just get a plan in place, and that's again with almost everything we talk yeah. about. And and think about the proportions, right? And 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 so I want to lead into this because you'll hear different people say you got to have a big breakfast to start the meal, you know, start your day off right. Yeah. And you do all these things, but I think a lot of it too is what's your lifestyle like, right? You don't want to be having your big meals when you're going to be doing the least amount of work or exp- right. energy expenditure, right? Right. And so right before you go to bed, you're probably not wanting to have a huge, huge meal, mm-hmm. right? Um, it depends on what your goals are. If you're looking to gain weight and stuff like that in bulk, yeah, for right. sure you just want to eat whenever, however you can. But uh, you know, for the most part, like I've done a lot of different things, and you know, I've done the three meals a day. They're pretty decent sized meals. I've done the six smaller meals a day. You know, mm-hmm. and and that was like eating really healthy, fresh food. And I tell you, I couldn't keep up with the calories that I was supposed to be intaking yeah. because they weren't calorie dense foods, but right. it was volumized food. Right. I was full all day. I was just like, I can't keep up, but like I was, you know, burning the fat like crazy. Like yep. I was getting pretty shredded. And and then I tried what was called intermittent fasting. And I'm not going to try to. I was going to ask you about that. I'm not going to try to like obviously tell people this is what you should do or shouldn't do. Yeah. You know, we're not doctors or health advisors, but not I try things close. to figure out what works for my body, yeah. right? Because everybody's different. Like some people are more reactive to dairy than other people. So, so you got to try things out. So intermittent fasting right now is kind of hot. Like people are on that train again. Keto yeah. was like what three weeks ago. Now it's intermittent fasting. Well, <laughs> intermittent fasting has been for years, oh, right? Oh, for sure. But it's you just know. in the a lot more in the conscious again. Did you find it was successful or useful, or was for it me? Not for I you? loved it. You to loved be honest it. with you, it was hard at first because you know you're going, you know, you stop eating, and so basically the the premise of intermittent fasting is you have a window of time where you eat all your calories. Yeah. Right, and so yeah. that could be. It it depends on the person, depends on how you want to do it. You can you can make it an eight minute or eight sorry, eight minute eight yikes. Minutes. Uh, <laughs> we're we're competitive eating here. Um, an eight hour window. Yeah. Right. So you got eight hours that you eat or that you have the ability to eat, but then you have s- oh my gosh sixteen sixteen hours. Yeah, they're good math, Chase. Uh, sixteen hours where you don't you're fasted, right? And so you know you could time that in certain ways. So basically, right. what I did was I went from one o'clock in the afternoon. To I think I did seven o'clock. I yeah. can't remember exactly, but that was my window to eat. So and I just, you know, you stuff your face. Yeah. But the thing with that I found food. with it, with good food, you could or well, whatever you want, right? Right. Um, but I did, you know, eat healthy. It was like lots of veggies and stuff like that, and chicken. I did. I have tended to stay away from red meat lately. Right. I've been eating a little bit more because I am trying to bulk. But um, I did try. To, I did stay away from red meat. Right. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so basically in the morning it was hard. Like coffee curbs your appetite, so you're allowed to have coffee. Okay. Um, but 
it it was a difficult at first, but I wasn't bloated. Like I felt like like I burned fat. Um, I felt tighter. Like I just didn't right. feel that bloaty feeling that you can get. Yeah. Um, and I loved it. I did it for like six months. Uh, so th- I would go back where you said it was about lifestyle changes and mm-hmm. choices. So you do something like intermittent fasting. Is that just to achieve a goal over the short term? Then that's not a lifestyle thing, is it? It could be. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is, there's people, people that are out there lifestyle? that. Yeah, there's people that are out there that do it. Like mm. I said, intermittent fasting, you can make it as intense or right. as you want, right? So I can so do eight you, hours intermittent fasting you could do while t- I'm sleeping? Yeah, basically the, everybody fasts That's, because you yeah, fast when you exactly. sleep, right? And so, but you got to do the research. And I did yeah. the research and I, I understood why. I wasn't just going to jump into doing it. I understood, okay, the reasoning behind it, right? And, and it makes you a little bit more insulin sensitive. And right. so basically what that means is... Um, you know, when you eat, your insulin sensitivity is going to be higher, so your 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 food is going to be going to where you need it to go. So right. the idea for me was I was going to work out fasted, and then I would eat right after because I would need to replenish, build that muscle back mm-hmm. up, and all the nutrients that I would eat because I was so insulin sensitive would get flushed to the muscles, basically, is essentially how it's supposed to go. That was the theory? That Yeah, and I found it actually, I mean, obviously, when you do anything natural, it's it takes time, but, you oh, know, for sure. I, did, I did see results from it. Um, but do your own research, right? Yeah, that's um, again what we said before. We're not professionals, and we don't. Yeah, we want don't want anybody out there saying you told me to do this. Advice, and, you know. Yeah, this is our opinions, yeah. and I think more importantly, it's a conversation starter. Like Chase said, do your research, look into it, and yeah. I think a huge tip that I can give, and I maybe will say this is advice: if you want to be successful, if you want to get healthier, find a community that is like-minded because yep. you can't do it alone. Oh, you, s- um, uh, you know, it's the same fish, same swim in the same pond. Absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. So find people that have the same, uh, somewhere that's honest. Um, you can trust them and gives good advice on healthy eating, healthy. Well, living. they have the same goals too, because yeah. you're going to push There's each other. There's tons right? of groups out there. Absolutely. So you have to find one that fits for yeah. you. Like if you have somebody that eats, is really good at making these healthy, you know, chickpea salads, like, Hey, right. how'd you do that? They give you the recipe. Now you have that recipe. You make it. Yeah. Now that's in your repertoire. That's yeah. in your arsenal. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. I think that's the biggest thing is support uh, with anything in life. You need support. For sure. And so with this is I think you have to kind of get on board with, okay, overindulgence is a fact. I mean, it's we overindulge in every aspect of our lives Look because our Health Canada stats or US exactly. stats of obesity. And but even with anything heart like attack, everything, yeah. Yeah, with anything, it's it's overindulgence because it's accessible. Absolutely. So accessible, so easy, so convenient. And I'm air quoting here. It's all convenient. Uh, but get out there and make some meals with your family. Cook with your kids, mm-hmm. right? That's the one thing what I a love skill is, is yeah, to and, teach and them. It is a skill. It's a life so skill. Good. Like I, I had heard about a kid that was seventeen that didn't know how to make craft dinner. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's, that's bad. Terrible. That's terrible, right? And so it, there are these life skills, <laughs> and um, I think it's important to teach kids these things. Like I get my kids to do their laundry. I mm-hmm. show them how to put it in the in the washing machine. I obviously turn it on and stuff like that, but I show them what to do and they know how to transfer to the dryer and turn the dryer on. Yeah. That's a skill set. A lot of people say, oh, that maybe that's a little bit overboard. It's like, no, it's Absolutely important not. for them to know these things. And, and especially with cooking and stuff, I, I love being able to cook with them. I've gotten away with it because obviously, you know, just busy and stuff like that, but it's definitely something I want to get back into, but allowing them to smell the spices and saying, this is what this is. It goes yeah. well with this. And, you know, Teaching we have- Teaching them knife skills. So our five-year-old knows how to handle a knife. Yeah. Like, we've just taught her how to cook and how to... I've, I watched my wife 
work with her yeah and say like of course it's safe we use a, a blunt safe kids knife to start yeah but she now uses a sharp knife to cut up vegetables and stuff like that because yeah. she knows the safety tips and she loves it both yeah. of them my three-year-old and five-year-old they love helping cook they think absolutely it, like they literally like, they're like dad i made supper tonight i mean maybe they cut up three things but they're like i made supper and it's such a sense it's of pride. accomplishment and pride oh yeah, yeah it's I love pride for that. sure and it, it keeps them going on that track so you know, that's what uh, I think everybody kind of needs to take a step back and 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 really think big picture and, and uh, you know, get get out of that mindset of convenience. Because, like I said, going to the grocery store and buying this stuff, go to the butcher block, buy yeah. local meats. Farmer's Market I mean, has an amazing, it's an amazing resource. It, There's it, so much it good is, stuff there. It is. And go out there. And it, you got to think, you're putting this stuff in your body. Yeah. So why are, why are you not investing that? That's your health is an investment because it's going to allow you to do things in the future, mm -hmm. right? So take care of your bodies, take care of what's going into them and just be healthy and, and, uh, you know, get out there and cook your own food and, and, uh, don't be lazy. That's our takeaway for today. Yeah, get absolutely. Out, cook your own dinner. And you know what? Cook your own chocolate cake. Cause one of them oh. every once in a while too, not going to, Oh, it's all, it's all about balance. Plus, it's, it's such a good balance. experience to yep. make your own cake. Absolutely. Then you can have your cake. And eat, and it, eat too. it too. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Let's close off on yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll end it there. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. This is Chase. This is Jesse. Bye bye. Off. Bye bye.